Success and Other Lies is a podcast where we explore the options we all have to design our most authentic lives. We reflect on the paths we chose and the paths we didn't. Success is not a one-way road. On this show, we hold your hand while we find orientation in this crazy, lovely life. Hi, and welcome back to Success and Other Lies. We are Lucy and Bini. And today we talk about something that many face in these lovely summer months. We go on holiday and then we realize our batteries are entirely empty and we wonder why we waited so long. So in this episode, we talk about recharging our batteries in our daily work life and especially about why it is a bad idea to only recuperate on weekends and on vacation. Beanie, I know someone who just came back from vacation, so I think you <laughs> might have a thing or two to tell us about that. Yes, definitely. And it's really a topic that um, keeps me thinking a lot. So as you said, I was recently on vacation and I started to relax and allowed my brain to be bored, which doesn't happen so often, honestly. And And then all of a sudden I started to be angry at myself instead of um, relaxing because I realized that I've been postponing this feeling of relaxation and recuperation completely to my vacation. And that made me angry at myself, basically. I and completely understand. Like, that's my every mm. weeknight. <laughs> yes, I mean, it also happens to us. You can actually transfer this to a lot of situations, right? It could also be the end of a work day when you realize, oh my God, I haven't been drinking enough water. I haven't um, been going on the walks that I promised myself to do. So yeah. you're absolutely right. You can transfer it to a lot of situations. But for me, this realization was really powerful. I was, yeah, literally angry at myself. Um And, and I also reflected on what happened the days before I went on vacation. And actually, I was working a lot um, to make myself deserve the vacation. Mm. Um, Classic trap. <laughs> yes, definitely. It is a trap and it's no good because, I mean, <laughs> it, it doesn't help at all to overwork before your vacation because then you need at least three days to recuperate from what we have done to yourself um, before vacation and and that and that happened to me because I thought okay I have to organize and coordinate so many things um, so I can go on vacation yeah. um, in a relaxed mood absolutely yeah. oh I can so relate to this I hadn't actually thought about it like that before But I feel like every time before you go on vacation, both at work and at home, you want to finish up so many things, right? We like finish up our projects and we write handovers and we yes. try to squeeze in all the appointments that we possibly can. We do seven loads of laundry and we vacuum the house. And like, <laughs> uh, I can't be the only one who's that crazy. Maybe I just, <laughs> maybe I just um, told everyone about this and no one can relate, but um, that's me. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I I think it's a mood. It's really a mood. And um, it happened 
it wasn't exactly like this. I didn't vacuum clean the house before. <laughs> but okay, fine, I'm weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I I had so many things to do at work to um, yeah to make myself feel good when I um, when I finally left. So before I went on vacation, it felt like. Um, I have to do all the things that I wouldn't be able to do when I'm on vacation. And that's completely stupid, right? Because that made me work um, a lot of over hours and that finally caused the frustration that I was in when I um, had my deserved, well-deserved vacation. Um, and I also noticed um, how a big project of mine that I've been working on a lot um, made me um, let slip a lot of things that are actually good for my inner balance mm. in my everyday work life. I postponed basically my yoga and my walks to the moment when I would finally fly um, fly away and be on vacation. Um, and I think this constant postponing of recuperation and recreational breaks um, to weekends and um, and vacation is is not sustainable at all that's at least um, what I realized um, for myself that um, it's rather helpful to create all these little creation recreational islands into your daily life um, it might be a cup of tea, for example, or a coffee that you're preparing yourself or all these little things that you could do um, in your daily life to, yes, to recuperate in your daily life and not only on vacation and your weekends. Yeah, I have a hack for this one. Very random, very weird. Um, but when I, during my work day, when I don't manage to go for my little walk, what I do is I take the trash down, <laughs> literally take one little <laughs> trash bag and like walk it down just because it means that I have to go down two flights of stairs and up again. Yeah, it's ridiculous, but um, it makes me leave my desk sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly this or um, what I, I also like to do a lot is to check if um, I've received any mail. So I go down and check the mail and it's and it's an excuse to have a small break in between. And um, these small breaks, I think, are very, very important to, uh, yeah, to just have some little resets in your daily life. And I even know a friend and she's very radical about this concept. She basically sets the alarm every hour to make a two minutes break. Oh, wow. And yes, I really admire it. I mean, I've been trying to orient myself to have um, regular breaks, um, but she uh, she's a pro. <laughs> she really she does it, and and, and I um, admire how yeah consequent she is with that. So you know, I was just thinking when I told you about my little taking the trash down walk. Mm -hmm. Like, it is actually quite weird that I would feel the need to do something productive even in my off time. So do you think, I don't know, why am mm -hmm. I not allowing myself to just, you know, go for, a, I could just do it as a walk, a five minute walk or like a three minute walk. I could just walk down to the door and back. Like, why do I feel like I'm like almost 
um, only valuable or it's yeah. like I have to be productive about it. Do you think that's that's again just me or or is that a thing? <laughs> I think that's also something that I observe a lot um, that when you have free time and leisure time that you uh, keep yourself busy still that you don't allow yourself to really settle down and that we're constantly um, addressing ourselves to the low-hanging fruits, for example. Um, when I, I'm having a short break, I often check my Instagram feed mm. or my LinkedIn feed. Yeah. Or um, th These are all low-hanging fruits for your brain. Um, and sometimes it's okay, but I think... These are the sugars for our brain that are really not the thing that are recreational um, in the end. Mm. Guilty as charged. <laughs> yes. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I really don't want to judge because sometimes it's really a good thing to do, right? But um, there are things that you need to separate from each other Some are the low-hanging fruits, the sugars that in constantly uh, make you feel better. Mm. But on the long run, they don't. And it's, it's really hard work to, um, in a first step, identify what are the low-hanging fruits for me and what, is actually, what are actually the things I need to do something for. For example, um, really go out on a walk or take a couple of breaths or drink a glass of water or all these uh, things that actually already sound healthy. Um, they're also better sometimes on the long run, but we often tend to, yeah, to look towards all the low hanging sugars yeah. that are out there in this world. And there are many. You know what? I think that's also like a system that is kind of building on itself. Um, you said in the beginning that you postpone it so long to actually be allowed mm. to have a break from from everyday life and from stress. I feel yeah. like for me, the longer I do it, the less energy I have and the less motivated I am to actually do those things that I know that are good for me and that will sustain me and make me mm -hmm. happy and successful in the long run. Like, yeah. like after I come back from vacation, I'm pretty good with like, you know, doing little breaks and I know what's healthy mm -hmm. and I know what makes me happy. And then two weeks in, I just give up again. <laughs> I just uh, scroll through my Instagram feed and not saying that that's yeah. a bad thing, but it's like, you know, not intentional, not as intentional as I would like it to be. Yeah. And that's exactly it. That I had the same sensation on vacation. I was like, okay, I'm angry at myself that I've been overworking um, in terms of deserving this vacation. Now I really want to do something about it. And I was, I came back <laughs> and I was so motivated to completely rearrange my daily work life. And it's good that we have this drive, but it almost feels like this feeling um, when the new year starts. <laughs> you know, yeah. you have all these, um, how do you call it? Um, uh, all those good intentions. Yes, you have so many good intentions when the new year starts. And that's basically um, always almost the same feeling when I came back yeah. um, from vacation. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, as much as we talk about it in society, you know, there's a trend of like mindfulness. And I think more people than ever are doing yoga. And there's like so mm-hmm. much, like much more awareness, at least that's probably super biased as well. But like in my surroundings, I feel like it has increased over the last years. And mm-hmm. it must be a trend. I mean, you see a lot of apps developed and stuff, but still there is like mm-hmm. something in our society that glorifies being attached to your screen for 12 to 15 hours a day. Yes. Like it is something that we as a society like it's a bit hypocrite to be honest because we still mm. take pride in being the last in the office like even yes like I work in the tech industry where I think things are quite uh, I don't want to say developed but there is quite an understanding also from management that it's not great to be the last one standing in the office and so on like there's industries where it's much more common to work long days and to glorify it but even for myself like I wouldn't feel comfortable to just switch off at 5 p.m like I don't know yes and that's a very important thing to talk about more I think this deeply rooted belief that you are better as long or you are a better person if you're a busy person and yeah it makes me think a lot because um in my surroundings um i have a lot of people who work for startups um, or in the tech industry as you and sometimes it's almost like they show off with working too much yeah And they're like, yeah, I worked uh, 12 hours again for this project and I had an 80 work hour week and it's almost some, they're wearing it as a badge of honor. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can we like nullify that once and for all? Like, I'm not, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not a medically trained professional, but I just cannot believe that anyone is actually productive working that many hours Mm -hmm. like yes I I can't work that many hours I work my eight hour day sometimes it's nine sometimes it's ten but then I'm freaking exhausted and I notice it the next day like you can't tell me that anyone who works 50 hours plus a week and that's not even crazy you know some people are like oh I have an 80 hour work week like no no you don't because you No one Mm. can be productive for that amount of time. Like maybe you're looking at a screen for 80 hours a week, but no one can actually humanly do that and be like not even happy, but like healthy. (laughs) Yes. And that's that's so interesting because um, a lot of people think just because you have your screen on means you are actually being productive, but that's exactly not it. So sometimes um, I have work days where I dedicate a three hour slot and I'm completely focused on one task. I don't check my Instagram. <laughs> I'm really focused. And that's um, these are the phases where I'm most productive. But then maybe the next couple of hours, I'm not as productive anymore because this is just not how our brain works. Yeah. And yeah, I totally agree. I think... Um, This showing off of working too much is still a thing, even though you find um, more and more companies to offer yoga classes and (laughs) offering a table. I don't know if it's called that way, a table kicker where you can um, play around during um, 
breaks, but yeah. this doesn't change the deeply rooted belief that we are more productive um, if we are in front of our screens or a more productive and better person if we're persons if we we are busy all the time. Yeah. And that's actually where we need to start to to make a make a change, I think. I think so too. Like yeah. you know, it's on us as individuals, but also like on each other, not to glorify long working hours, not to uh, mm -hmm. cheer people on for being there long or to tease them because they're going home to their family or because they have a life. Like, no, <laughs> let's not do that yes. anymore. Um, and also for companies, like what you just said, it really reminds me of one of my favorite memes of all time. I'm actually going to have to post <laughs> this to Instagram. Um, you know this um, friends meme where where Phoebe is talking to forgot his name to that other guy, um, and she says reduce employee workloads, and then he repeats every single word, and then in the end says <laughs> mental health webinar. And <laughs> I feel like you know um, so I'm good. really not great yeah. at retelling memes on on podcasts. Maybe we shouldn't do that. It was an experiment. We tried. <laughs> no, but like seriously. Like, it is also in the mm. responsibilities of companies to understand if they really have an interest in promoting mental health and well-being mm -hmm. amongst their staff so that they can be sustainably successful and yeah. productive and yeah. healthy sustainably. Again, I said it double. I meant it double. If I wanted a mental health webinar, I would go to YouTube and I would Google mindfulness <laughs> like i don't need to spend two hours in a workshop yes. at work just learning about that yeah um yeah sorry that was my rant but i think it's important to say it there's just very many dimensions and we can't solve it absolutely all by ourselves and i think that's also okay like we need to acknowledge that we're not solely responsible we can do a lot for ourselves but Mm -hmm. As long as there is no change in society or the organizations um, that people work for, then it's just really difficult. Definitely. Yes, this is very true. I think there is one part. Um, I, I always like to imagine it as a room. So my room of possibilities where I'm free to move and create um, my daily working life around. Yeah. So in this room, I can think about, okay, um, when do I want to make my breaks? How do I want my breaks to look like? But um, the structural problems that you're talking about are, are very, very important to address. Because I think, for example, if you work in a company that offers yoga classes, resilience and mindful classes and workshops, it's a nice to have. But if your leader is someone who's working 12 hours a day, it still doesn't make a difference yeah. because then it's not really cultivated in the company's culture to um, take care of your work-life balance. And just because you have um, your post, you have it in your job postings that you create a work-life balance, <laughs> um, doesn't mean you really do it. Yeah, yeah, that is very true. Super interesting. Yes. I wonder how we can how we can hold mm. ourselves accountable to. Uh, lead by example you know or like yes. even if we're not leaders like heck just mm -hmm. <laughs> just to, to glorify taking care of yourself yeah. over glorifying long work days i think if every one of our listeners tried that um maybe we can start a, a baby movement 
Yes, definitely. I mean, I would, I'm, I'm always um, curious of how it is for other people and in other people's lives. Some, um, when I um, observe some people's lives, I'm like, oh my God, they're so good at creating a work-life balance. They're not, um, you know, struggling at all. So um, I'm really curious also for, um, for you as our listeners, for your point of view, how it is for you and how you, um, how you deal with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I can only tell from my experiences that I made. Yeah. I have another question for you. So you said like, it's important to take breaks in your everyday life, um, throughout mm -hmm. your day and like in the evenings, don't postpone it to the weekends or even verse to, um, vacations, which is what I usually do. Um, yes, but I feel like, you know, I have this dilemma because if I spend a lot of time at work and maybe even stressed and I don't take time for the things that, I mean, work matters to me, but you know what matters to me outside mm -hmm. of work? Yeah. I feel the pressure to do a lot, to meet many people, to yes. uh, do sports, which like as much as it's good for you, it's also exhausting and you don't mm -hmm. like you only have so much energy. Um, and like to, to keep my house clean and, you know, there's like, there's so many things that I feel like the more stressed I am, the more I'm in danger of being angry at myself for not being productive in my free time. Yes. Like it doesn't make yeah. sense, but it does make sense, I guess. Totally. And, um, I really feel that this is also true for me and for my life because, I mean, in this pandemic situation where we've been in a lockdown, um, we probably all had a lot of time um, for ourselves. There was not much possibility to um, to do many things in your free time. But now that um, the lockdowns are loosened and the regulations um, are a little bit more or we enjoy a little bit more freedom, I already feel this stress of creating the best free time that you could ever have. Yeah, right. um, yes, and you pack your weekends with, um, and you meet friends, and that's all nice and beautiful. But that's also something that can create stress in your free time. And that's absolutely not what we want yeah um yeah <laughs> I, don't, I feel like i'm i'm stressed when i'm at work i'm stressed when i'm not working and productive i'm stressed when i'm not working and not productive <laughs> when are you not stressed maybe i do need an actual yes. holiday <laughs> yeah but you know i think this is very i don't want to say representative because it's a strong word but i think it's true for a lot of people in our society that um, stress is a constant state of mind. And when I was on vacation, I really realized how it is to be without stress. Yeah. And it was such a rare feeling and realization that I missed it the second that I felt it because I knew it won't be of long, you know, it yeah. won't um, stay this way for a long time. This deep peace in yourself um, and this deep feeling of relaxation. Yeah. yeah. And like lack of expectation, like not just externally, like we've established, you know, we put a lot of mm -hmm. expectation on ourselves to yes. like 
have the perfect social life that also looks cute on Instagram and <laughs> like the dishes are always clean, you know, like we, yeah. we all know it. Yeah. And like, I feel like when you're yes. on vacation, that just kind of falls off to a degree, even just because you're somewhere else, like usually mm. or like often on, on vacation when we're lucky, we get to spend some time in a place that is not our own home where we we can't or we won't vacuum clean the house, you know, it's like, yes, yeah, yeah definitely. There is um, something that I also want to add um, to this topic of putting yourself or giving yourself pressure and optimizing your life in general, mm -hmm. also in your free time. Um, I, I had, I met a doctor once um, and, and he actually He was outrageous. He was, oh my God, it can't be this young generation, especially men around their 30s. They're working their asses off. And, and then they cycle um, 150 kilometers on the weekend, um, giving their best on the free time. And he said that he has so many young men Or he sees so many young men who already have severe stress symptoms because of putting themselves under pressure, not only at work, but also in their free time. And and it's sad. It's really it's really sad that um, we can't cultivate this feeling of being still for a moment, but that we have to keep on moving. We have to climb the next mountain and. Mm always performing. I think this is a really um, interesting episode because I feel like this is very, it's very clear that we are um, right there with you. If you listener can relate, like this is um, not something that is easily resolved. We're not claiming we have any answers. Um, mm -hmm. But I think like I hear this a lot from people around me. Um, it's It seems to be a very symptomatic thing of our generation maybe maybe it's also a cultural thing i don't know i would be really curious we have so many listeners all over the world now actually really yes. exciting um so so many countries um shout out to all of you and i would really love to hear we, we won't share it without your consent but i would genuinely love to hear um if this is just uh like middle European thing <laughs> or if, mm -hmm. if you experience this as well in, in other parts of the world. Yes. And I also have a wish to make to our listeners. I would really love to meet a leader or a startup founder or whatever you or wherever you're dedicating your time to who is not overworking, who has a good work-life balance <laughs> and who keeps on doing recreational pauses in the daily lives because um, that's what I'm missing. I really um, would like to have more um, leaders around me who don't overwork but are authentically successful for whatever means successful for themselves. Yeah, that's my, my wish. I love that. So if you know someone, this is actually an amazing idea. If you know someone, please let us know. Um, let them know too that you told us about them so they don't they don't get a shock. But I would love um, if you know someone who would love to come on this show and actually tell us about it. Um, like we would love to interview them if they're willing. 
uh, that would be super cool to actually get some insight if someone is really good at this, um, to share it with us and, and also with all of you. All right, Beanie, I think we might have talked about all the dimensions that I can think of, but if you... <laughs> If you could give me personally some tips, because I really need them, what can I do to not postpone my relaxation and my well-being to the next weekend or even to the next vacation? <laughs> yes, not that I was an expert, but um, I'm trying. So what's, what's, for example, really um, good for myself is... Um, to regularly prepare a cup of tea, for example, and then, you know, to really celebrate preparing your tea or your coffee um, and to have these small islands um, constructed into your um, daily work life where you do something else other than working. It could also be, I don't know, take a couple of breaths in between make a five minute meditation. It doesn't always have to be the one and a half um, hours Hatha yoga. Um, it's, it's already enough if you do small little breaks in between, or at least for me, that's super helpful and makes a big, make, uh, a big difference. And especially when you start your day, I think um, it's also helpful to um, have something special where you can start your day with a walk or um, a quick meditation as well because how we start our days is um, sometimes determ determining how um, the day ends and how the day goes. That's actually really good actionable advice. Um, I don't know if you have another one but I just quickly wanted to say I will definitely try this. I think I will try to at the very least own the first five minutes of my work day. I will report back. I'll, I'll think about a, a, a five-minute morning ritual and report back how it goes. I'll try it for the week and then I'll report back on the next episode. Yes. Well, thanks so much, Beanie, for, for sharing this with us. I think it's it's very valuable. Um, we could all benefit from your um, vacation inspiration and, <laughs> and take on a little bit more self-care and, and awareness about our well-being throughout the day. So this is it for this episode and we really hope you enjoyed it. We love uh, reading all of your reviews um, on, the, on the different platforms, on social media. Please keep them coming. We're so excited to mm -hmm. hear what you love and also to improve if, if there's anything you don't love. Um, so please um, subscribe wherever you listen to the show, rate us, review us. And do tell your friends, it really helps. We're still trying to grow this community. Um, and yeah, we see new listeners every day in different places and it's so exciting. So please do that. Please um, reach out to us if you like with all of the questions that we asked you throughout this episode. Share your <laughs> best routines with us. How can we break down our workdays into smaller pieces so can, we can have breaks in between? And do you know a leader who's actually really great at this? Um, anyone we would be really excited to chat to, please let them know to reach out to us or nominate them and let them know that we might reach out to them. We'd love to hear all of your stories. 
and yeah i'm sure we'll talk about this a lot in in the future because um resiliency is just something that doesn't go away right so finally please if you haven't already go and follow us on instagram or facebook at success and other lies or you can send us an email at success and other lies at gmail.com Thank you and bye-bye. Thanks, bye. Thanks, bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh.